0: On the now my box froze. Fuck bowl, fuck stole. counted millions in bad bitch booted, on a bad got bank can no, head
1: shot, case close, close. What is up guys? It's Andy Frisella, and this is the show for the realists say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality. Guys, today we have QAF. That's where you submit the questions and I give you the uh Andy Frisella answers. And we get real cute with the title there, as you noticed. Uh, you could submit your questions to guys, email those questions in to askandy at andyforseller.com. or you could drop them in the comments underneath the, uh, Q and AF videos on YouTube. We are full length episode on YouTube, lots of new YouTube content coming out, including some YouTube exclusive content. So if you're not subscribed to that, you should go subscribe to it. Click that little bell. It'll notify you when we, uh, upload videos. Other times when you tune in, this is a little bit different than most podcasts. Uh, We have different formats. We have this one called CTI that stands for Cruise the Internet. That's where we put topics up on the screen. We talk about them. We make fun of them. We tell a lot of jokes. We talk about what's true. We talk about what's not true. And we talk about how we can all collectively work together to make these problems disappear. Other times we have real talk. Real talk is just five to 20 minutes of me giving you some real talk. And then other times we have full-length conversations. I just checked the podcast schedule. We have a shit ton of guests coming in over the next 60 days. So I'm real excited about that. Uh, and I don't call it an interview because I'm not an interviewer. I'm a conversationalist. It's a little bit higher than an interviewer, if you're wondering. Um, and we do have a fee for the show. Uh, the fee is very simple. You can either Venmo me $1,000 every single time you listen to an episode, or you could just tell somebody about the show. It's this or that. That's the fee, okay? If it made you think, if it made you laugh, if it gave you a new perspective, if it helped you, if you gained from my twenty-four years of entrepreneur experience, all I ask is you share the show or Venmo me thousand dollars. Now I don't even have a Venmo, so one of you motherfuckers gonna have to come set it up for me. But I'll take your thousand bucks if you just want to do it that way too, or you can just tell people. All right, are you paying attention? Oh yeah, yeah. You two fuckers look asleep over there. <laughs> I'm yeah. here, man. I got you. you. Fucking Syed took some sleeping pills or something. Are you farted and fucking knocking the fuck out? <laughs> what's going on, brother? Nothing. I'm just yeah. wondering what's
0: going on over there. No, I was, I was, I was f- finishing up on this. Uh... Now we, we, now we
1: rearranged the room.
0: Yeah, you I'm made getting notice. used to that too.
1: Now, yeah. DJ is usually sitting over here, mm-hmm. and Madat is usually sitting over here. But what we figured out because we're idiots. Um, and it takes us a minute to figure things out, is that you guys would enjoy me talking to you as opposed to me talking like this. And you know as much as you my side profile is like belongs on a fucking coin, right? Um, yeah It does. And it will be one day probably, even if I have to make it myself. <laughs> but now you get to see my face full frontal, right? It's a yeah. like full frontal face. It is so, definitely,
0: so it's, it's definitely a different view for like sure. Weird. Yeah, it's yeah. weird.
1: Anyway, we're idiots, we're figuring it out uh i'm so used to doing everything because dude most of our shit is on audio Mm -hmm. and it's been on audio for almost a decade i don't think in terms of video and you know that much so we'll figure it out we'll get it together got some good ideas you're gonna like them um what do you got yeah well i mean as always i got some good ones What's going uh, on with you?
0: But dude, I just pulled up some stuff. Did you see uh that Buzz Aldrin just got married at 93 years old? Really?
1: Yeah. How old is his wife? 63. Really? Yeah. That's some robbing the cradle shit. That's some interesting stuff. Yeah. But I
0: was gonna, I mean, leading to a whole different conversation. It's a quick picture for you, though. I wanna let's see, pull that up real quick.
1: What's the acceptable age limit? I don't that's that's I dude, I don't know. Well, I mean, clearly, bro, look at this dude. Like, like, this dude is like he sees a 21-year-old He super hit the jackpot, model. bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's happy as fuck, too. She doesn't look bad for 63, either. Hey, you know what?
0: He more looks pout, 93.
1: More, yeah, he does. <laughs> God, he's, t- he's tired of telling that lie about being on the moon. Uh, <laughs> At least the whole another conversation, <laughs> yeah. which we, we can come to in a minute. Yeah. Where's my tinfoil? Yeah, but I mean, I, what, I want a tinfoil fucking Mohawk battle helmet, like a Spartan tinfoil battle helmet. Okay, a tinfoil mm. hat does not do me justice. <laughs> it fucking doesn't. Okay, so I want a tinfoil fucking bat. In fact, you know what we could do, bro? We could go get that battle helmet out of my office and we could wrap it in tinfoil. I'll wear it on the show. See. Or, or we could just make one out of tinfoil. That might be more authentic. That is, man. That's more like KKK, okay? And <laughs> I don't know if that's appropriate today. I being, found it, I found it, I got it. Okay yeah
2: why not appropriate
1: today i'm just saying it's you know no. or any day but i'm just saying you had to bring up the kkk hey, you know, shit on black history day number one
0: yeah what the fuck my dot yeah well, you didn't did even catch it, it. No, i caught it i'm out here
1: looking out for you bro and this <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker's
0: yeah thank you yeah standing up for me that's
1: right that that's I not a bet. virtue signal for that <laughs> i gotta make a hashtag you gotta something. fend it for me yeah. i appreciate it that's awesome that's, that's not, what that, i need that's not bad that's what I need to wear. That's the king of all tinfoil conspiracies. That's $120. That's not bad. Or I have four a mass- installments of $30. I have it. a massive fucking head. So I don't know if my head will fit in Whoa. there. But if it does, that is cool as shit. I wear it all the time. I wear it to work out in.
0: Oh, wait. There, there's a couple of different. There's a, okay. Wait, you we got to pick which one you <laughs> want. There's
1: a warlord, a duke, or a baron. Okay. which That's the warlord. That's fucking cool. Let's see the duke.
0: I don't know if... It, Oh, maybe I should just swipe through. Let's
1: see. That's the nah. That's interesting. That looks like a. Come on, dude. That looks like some fucking drag show shit. (laughs) That one is awesome. That looks like a thimble with some fucking horns on the side of it. (laughs) That looks like something you'd see. That's some BDSM shit. Yeah,
0: that's some (laughs) BDSM shit.
1: Yeah, bro. This is a drag show helmet. Um, don't buy me that one. I won't fucking wear that. That
0: Was pretty badass. I would wear
1: that. I'd wear that in public. <laughs> I'd wear that to all the Antifa tr- fucking shit, bro. Like, think of you. Sh- think of a fucking tinfoil man showed up at an Antifa rally. They would. They would have a hard time figuring out if you were on their side or <laughs> the other side. <laughs> you know, I just show them a all the pool start, noodles.
0: They all start bowing down to yeah. you, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the fucking tinfoil lord.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. So, moon landing is it real? I mean, bro, come on, man. Right? Are we being real?
1: I, it was a legit you, question. You really, Are I, we really going go to go there? We never talked about Yeah, we never talked about it. Come that. on, man. Bro, listen. Let's use our fucking critical thinking skills here. Okay. Okay. Um, without getting into the direct evidence of what it shows or doesn't show, and there is plenty of evidence that shows that it's not real.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why the fuck haven't we been back?
0: Yeah, that's interesting. What's their
1: excuse for why we haven't been back?
0: too expensive
1: or no. the technology has been it's lost not there yeah right we had the technology but now we lost it and right. we can't do it only we're fucking 50 years later yeah Get the fuck out of here bro yeah this is some bullshit dude if we had been there other countries would have been there as well mm. period okay they re- that was a fucking psyop to demoralize the fucking uh, russians during the cold War. And, the, and basically get them to bankrupt their military spending so that they would try to go to the moon. That's what the fuck it was. And, you know, you guys could, oh, I'll never believe anything Andy says because he believes this. Well, fucking go prove me wrong, bro. So you're saying that the, the
0: initial moon landing was a psyop to bring down the country's morale,
1: essentially, right? And-, and let them waste their military resources to try to accomplish this.
0: Okay, so interesting thing, NASA has announced this is a December 11th of 2022 they're mm-hmm. going back. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, well, it's about time to bankrupt some fucking Russians, isn't that, it? I mean, that, I mean, fuck man, we need that tinfoil hat asap. Yeah, well, that's I, want, an inter-
1: I mean, Here's another
0: one for you. I, uh, I, I mean, is
1: this Q and AF or is this CTI? No, it's definitely Q and AF. I just saw, the you know most- that, you know that like a lot of the people that listen to Q and AF hate CTI. Do they hate it? I don't, I don't, I don't fucking care if they do. What about that one? Nah, uh, that's some real, like that says Missouri. That's yeah it, <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. It's got a fucking, it's got a fucking mullet hair. It, that's like some sort of gorilla hair dreadlock. And, uh, some antlers yeah but what are the antlers from yeah i don't know that's 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 some shit that like you could see somebody actually wearing back in the for day for sure especially if you fucked with them in missouri it's a horse's tail and deer antlers yeah oh well, that's what it looks like that's fucking
0: missouri if, if i've ever seen one yeah yeah so yeah. where's yours <laughs> well that's a different side of missouri that i have yet to see <laughs> so i'll let you know when we get there oh shit man well i mean it is it is q a it is and i do got some good ones for you okay so let's knock these out you
1: know what's funny dude i'm getting all this feedback from these people listening to lewis Mm house the lewis house show and they're like fuck dude that was really cool man it's like you actually have a heart (laughs) (laughs) i'm like bro what the fuck do you guys think yeah they think are you just some like cold? No. I don't know what the fuck they think, but it's just funny. Yeah. It's, it's like it's like, oh, it was really cool to see your sense of this. Bro, I'm always that way. You guys don't get it. You think yeah. I'm angry, you don't understand. I fucking care. Yeah. Like yeah. that's my that's your misunderstanding, not mine. Mm. Yeah, there's passion in Yeah, sure, dude. Bro.
0: That's all it ever is. You have to give a fuck at this point. I
1: mean, like they're, Bro, they're, when I look at motherfuckers who are who are who are, who are equipped exactly how I was in the beginning of my success journey, meaning they're fucking green and they Mm. don't have any kind of skills and they don't really know much. When I look at those people, bro, and those people who are willing to try and work, I I see myself. Mm. Okay. And so my passion, like when I start getting after people and telling them the truth with 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 authority, that comes from a place of me knowing what the fuck you are capable of. That's not me angry. That's me saying you are fucking selling yourself short and you are fucking your whole life up and you should get your fucking ass in gear so that you could actually build something because you're perfectly capable. That's where that comes from. Yeah. It comes from me understanding completely that most people are selling themselves short on their entire capabilities from top to bottom in every single area of life. Yeah. And that's where it comes from. And people you know it can be done. bro, not only can it be done, that's what we're here to do.
0: Yeah.
1: That's what we're here to do. You're not here to sit your fat ass on the fucking couch, and watch fucking Netflix, bro, and order fucking Dine and Dash or whatever the fuck you guys use these days. I don't even know because I don't go to the store. I think. I don't know yeah. none of that shit. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, get it. Yeah. I don't know any of it. Yeah. I'm just saying, that's not how you're supposed to live. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to live scrolling through this fucking phone for 17 fucking hours a day, we're reading everybody else's life, getting involved in drama on everybody else's shit. Bro, you know why I don't get involved in shit? Because I'm too busy doing shit. You know, like, dude, if you guys would just step the fuck up and actually do some shit, you would realize how much less anxiety you'd have because you couldn't care about all the other shit you care about. There's
0: no room for it.
1: Yeah. Anyway, no some people are going to get it. Some people aren't. You know, if you are one of these people who feels alone because it is a very lonely journey. Uh, Arte Syndicate is an organization that I run with at one of the best entrepreneur minds that I've ever fucking heard of. He's definitely the best speaker going on right now by a lot. Um, We run this group. It's filled with real entrepreneurs, people who are not only driven to succeed, not only driven to build great shit, but they are committed to helping you get on the same path. And these are real people. These aren't like just people on the internet flexing their fake ass Huracan shit. These are actual people running businesses. And we only open up enrollment a couple times a year. It's open right now. So if you guys are interested in Arte Syndicate, go to artesyndicate.com, fill out the application, uh, and we'll let you know. Because it's a super valuable group, uh, and people are winning in there. And you know, if you don't wanna join it, don't join it. Go be alone, I don't. it's fine.
0: Can I, can I ask you a question on the Arte uh, Syndicate real quick? No. Real shit, who is Arte not for? like be 100%. Real.
1: Like who is it not for? It's not it's not for people that want to get rich quick. Mm-hmm. It's not for people who think they're going to start a business on day 1 and be fucking millionaires in 12 fucking days. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not for people who are drama. It's not for people who are you know trying to sell shit. It's not for people who are going to try to milk the group. It's for people who want to be surrounded by quality real entrepreneurs, not internet entrepreneurs, real entrepreneurs that run real shit, that all share information about how to build something real, okay? E-commerce is just a tool that we use, okay? Uh, We build brands, we build companies, we make the world better, we instill positive cultures into our society by instilling them through our business. One of the biggest focuses of Arte Syndicate is how to create the proper Culture inside your business and how important it is because one of the major initiatives of Arte Syndicate is that we make the world fucking better through entrepreneurship. This is about ethical entrepreneurship and creating a system inside your company that not only makes you wealthy but makes your employees wealthy and then also contributes a tremendous amount of good to your local community right in front of your face. And we have all kinds of people who are committed to that, who work towards that, who help each other do that. And you know, entrepreneurship's lonely as fuck. And it's very hard to get around a group like this. A lot of you guys ask the questions every day. How do I meet people that are on the path? This is how, okay? So we open it up a couple times a year. If you want to apply, apply, not everybody gets in and it is what it is. yeah so I would apply. and it doesn't matter if you're starting out in the beginning or if you're running a hundred plus million dollar company. we have people from all different parts of the of the journey inside this group intentionally because When you're starting out, you need the $100 million guys to fucking talk to you. And you need the $10 million guys to talk to you and girls. And that's how it works. Everybody works together to bring everybody up. So a rising tide raises all ships. It's a powerful group. Um, It speaks for itself. The results speak for itself. And if you want to apply, it's open now. And I think it's open until uh, February 7th. Yeah. So that's, that's the deal. Sweet. Well, I got some good ones for you. Good.
0: Let's, let's fucking talk about it. Let's knock these out. All right. Uh, Andy, question number one. Andy, what's your take on Tom Brady retiring? We just announced that today. Uh, did he stay too long or not long enough?
1: And how does that translate into just real-world success? I don't think it's my position as someone who hasn't become as great as he has at his skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the greatest of all time at what he does. And I don't think someone who, like me, who is pretty good at what they do and not the greatest of all time, has any right to decide or criticize what he decides to do. Mm. And I think most people should feel that way. I think most people on the internet fucking have an opinion about everything and they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. If this man wants to play another year, you play another year. He's the greatest fucking football player to ever fucking play. If he doesn't, fucking go party, bro. You did a great job. We all appreciate you. Be with your family. Do whatever you want. I respect the dude's greatness. Mm-hmm. I think the dude's greatness in my lifetime in sports, you know, because greatness is, an, is a quality that you admire across spectrum, right? Like, we don't admire greatness just in, and this is something about our taste syndicate that's really cool is like, we bring people in that have achieved in all areas and all across the spectrum. Um, and we bring in the real people who built the stories that you've heard about to teach the fucking shit inside. So, uh, but the point is, I respect greatness, whether it be you're a great athlete, whether you're a great musician, whether you're a great entrepreneur, whether you're just a a great philanthropist or an organizer or just a great fucking set of parents, right? Like I, greatness is applicable to all different areas. And so like when I see someone like Tom Brady, who is legitimately the greatest at what he did of all time, i don't feel like i'm in a place to judge whatever decision that motherfucker makes
0: mm.
1: and i appreciate his story it's inspired me uh you know coming out of college he was nobody i remember watching the game i was watching the game live when drew bledsoe got hurt and he got put in the game and that started his career i was watching you know uh i was watching his. i've watched his whole career you know he's a he's a year or two older than me i've watched him the whole time Uh, I hated the Patriots with a passion, but I always loved Tom Brady. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I just, I love that kind of greatness. I love that commitment to greatness. And, you know, I think the cool thing about Tom Brady's story is that while he was a good athlete, he wasn't a super gifted athlete, that he is the product of the things that we talk about on this show, which is perseverance and putting in the work when no one's watching, and making sure that you do all the extra things, and becoming a student of what it is that you do so that you can become great. And I think the coolest thing about Tom Brady is is that he wasn't born that way. He became that. He worked. And it's a true inspirational story because there are guys that play sports that are so fucking athletically gifted that they just dominate, right? Um, But he's just not one of them. And that's no disrespect to him. I think it's more respectful that I'm talking about how he built it. So... You know, it's sad to see him retire. I, you know, I think he could still play. I think this year really fucked him up because, you know, there's a lot of other shit. going on. Yeah, Yeah. you know, the fucking media was blowing him up and people were fucking with him and Mm -hmm. he had personal shit going on and his team really didn't play that hard. Let's be real. I watched a bunch of their games. They didn't play for him the way that they have. And if I were him, I'd probably be fucking done, too. Why the fuck would you want to be around that shit? Yeah. I just got to be real. Yeah. No, like no, he ain't no. going to say that because he's a classy dude, but mm. I'm much less classy. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> right. Do you, what do you, do you recommend? Cause I mean, you talk about it, right? Like, like, you know, people that get in business and they, they think they're going to make these big exits and they go, you know, live that retired life. Mm-hmm. And two weeks later, they're fucking miserable. Mm-hmm.
1: What do you, what, I mean, is those there, people never get to the big exit though, bro. That's the thing. Like those yeah. people never get to the big exit or the fucking. So like when, when all these people look, man, Success is about. It is literally about winning the day and getting better every single day. It is not about an outcome. A lot of people will say, "Oh, it's about a, a, an outcome." It it is. We can talk about that. We can say, "Okay, I want to build a company that's worth a hundred billion dollars." All right, we could say some shit like that. But the way to get to that is not to sit here and talk about a hundred billion dollars. It's to get better every single day and make sure you're stacking those wins. And so. The people that 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 think like, okay, man, I'm going to, you know, you're 20 years old right now and I'm going to start a company. And by the way, I thought this way too, just so we're clear. So I'm not dogging on anybody. Mm-hmm. It's a It's a product of where you are in the journey. I'm 20 years old. I'm going to work until I'm 40 and then I'm going to spend the rest of my life on a fucking beach. Okay. But what you don't understand at 20 years old is that you're going to get to a point where you can do those things and still do your company. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get to a point where you understand that your company is not just about you and about you retiring and kicking your feet up like you're on a Corona commercial. That's not what this is about. And as your perspective changes over the course of time, it becomes less about you and more about the mission of your company and providing for the dreams of the people that helped you get to the point where you could go to the beach, okay? So it's when we start here in the beginning and we say, I'm trying to get to... That's okay, you might wanna get there. And I'm not gonna dog you for that. But the truth of the matter is, the people who truly never go through that transition, they never get to the point where they have the big exit because it's always about them. Mm -hmm. It's always about what they can take. It's always about how much money they're making. And the reality is, people don't wanna fucking work for that. If people don't wanna work for that, how can you expect a whole conglomerate and massive amount of people to work together towards a focused goal? You can't, okay? So. Most of those people who think that way, bro, they don't really ever get to that point in their life. The people who actually get to that point in their life are the people who understand that this is a day by day by day thing. It's Groundhog Day every motherfucking day, bro. There's nothing, there's nothing glorious about it. There's nothing that's that does have fun about it. Now you will have some fun along the way because you're gonna be working with people that you like. Right. That's the reality. But you know, I've talked to many people who have exited their businesses Uh, and a lot of my friends, man, and they, they, yeah, they got a lot of money, but the problem was they lost their purpose and they have a hard time readjusting. So my advice is, you know, besides all the shit I just said, if you are, if you do get to a position where you're available to exit, I've been offered to exit fucking, I mean, dude, it's, I don't even know. Couple hundred times I've had people come to us and try to buy our shit. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? I'm just gonna sell the company, sell all my friends away, fucking be irrelevant, go home and do what? The same shit I do at home now? Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So you have to have, if you are going to exit and you do get to that point where you want to exit, it's important to think about what you're actually gaining by getting the extra money. Because if your life isn't changing that much and it's not even really improving that much, really all you're doing by exiting is fucking making your life less, not more. Right? Yeah. Okay? Because like, dude, that kind of money wouldn't really change my life. At this point in time, I have everything I want. I can do anything I want. I do anything I want. I do it exactly how I want. So if I were to do that, what am, I, what am I gaining? I'm not really gaining anything. I'm actually losing, okay? And I think it's important for people to understand, especially if you're a driven person. Like, I'm a very driven person. If I don't have a project, I'll self-destruct, okay? So it's important for you guys out there to realize that this is a reality when you get to the point where people want to start purchasing your company or, you know, uh, there's a potential exit. You have to really consider like, what is this about for you? And be honest with yourself, because if you make the wrong decision and you sell out all your purpose, it doesn't matter how much money you're going to have. You're going to be fucking miserable. I've seen that happen over and over, bro. Yeah, man. You know, you, well, you want to have a clear path defined, and this goes for athletes too. There's a lot of pro athletes that yeah. fucking listen to this show. You guys all want to have a clear path defined post career, mm-hmm. right? Like I, 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 I haven't done that for myself. I don't know what my path is, but if I ever do dev- define a clear path past that point, you know, then I could consider maybe exiting. But right. the point of it is, is that we're, you know, it's not just a, Hey, let me, sell my shit and live on the beach. Like, bro, that shit would be boring after three days, mm-hmm. you know? yeah, That's real. man. And that's not a reason to like, it, it's not a strong enough reason to pull you through the amount of bullshit that getting to that point actually fucking takes Yeah, what it actually requires. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. when you talk to people, like when I talk to young people and they're like, man, I just want to retire by time. I'm 35. I know for sure that that person is likely to quit. Mm. because it's not enough real motivation to pull you through the
0: bullshit. It's just not. Would you say likely to quit or just hasn't reached that level of business maturity yet to
1: understand- I got lucky that purpose? I didn't quit. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I got lucky that I didn't quit. I I thought like that. Yeah. And I got lucky. I tried to quit. Remember? Yeah. I tried to go fucking sell clean carpets. I, there was other things I was looking at. The thing that saved me it's the thing I tell you guys all the time, which is I, ha- I had zero options. Mm. I had fucking no option. I had to fucking do it. Okay. So you having limited resources, you having no other options is actually something that contributes to the progress of your overall growth if you see it the proper way. Because there were tons of times where I wanted to fucking quit or I wanted to give up or I wanted to pivot, but I just couldn't because of I was tied into this and I didn't have any other things I could do. So I got real lucky that none of those other things I looked at took me off the path when they were very close to taking me off the path, okay? And had I went through with the carpet cleaning story, right? Um, For those of you that don't know, 10 years into the business, I was still making only $695 a month. We were frustrated. Chris and I started looking at closing the business. We talked about it. I actually was going to go open a Sears carpet cleaning franchise. And I was about one inch away from becoming Andy, the carpet cleaning guy right? We actually went to the hotel room of the executive who came to St. Louis to have me sign the papers. I went there after I had already signed them. And I went in and I said, Hey, um, say, Hey, can I see those papers that we signed? And he's like, yeah, sure. And he took them. I fucking ripped them up. Hmm. And that's how I got out of the deal. I ripped them up right in front of his face. He got super pissed, bro. He fucking motherfucked me, but here I am and I'm not there. Yeah. So that's how close, you see what I'm saying? So I know that people like think like that, they end up quitting. It's that perspective switch that gets you re-engaged in the business and gets you moving the right path. What is the purpose? Who are you obligated to take care of? What is the mission that you're trying to accomplish? And when you think of it in terms of that, you don't run into these situations where you want to just quit. Hmm. Andy, question number two. Andy,
0: I absolutely love your show and I've used your knowledge to genuinely build a better life for myself and my family. I listened to the episode where you talked about taking the negative energy from others and using it as fuel to prove them wrong. After some reflection, I realized that I am one of those people who give the negative energy. I don't necessarily talk shit about people directly, but I found that I do harbor resentment uh, or envy even, and I want to be done with it. I'm now aware of
1: this, but how do I fix it? It's process. Okay. And here's the good news. First of all, Congratulations on recognizing that you're a fucking hater. <laughs> no, I'm being real. <laughs> it's real shit. I'm being real, dude. Yeah. Because that fucking intention that you have for other people will keep you from ever building anything relevant for yourself. Mm. The universe, God, however you want to see it, I see it as God and the universe being the same. I think it's all the same thing. That They reward intent. It rewards intent. So when you look at someone else and you fucking hate on them, even in your mind and heart, Okay, what you're telling the external universe is that you do not value what they are doing. And in return, what you will get back is not that. Mm. Okay, so if you see Steve winning, and Steve is really someone you really don't give a fuck about. Maybe, you know, he fucked your chick back in the day. I don't fucking know. You just don't like him. And Steve's winning. And you look at Steve and you're like, fuck that guy. The universe only hears they don't, Andy doesn't like what Steve is doing, so I'm not going to deliver what Steve is doing. So you have to be very careful to weed this shit out of you. And it's not just what you say verbally, it's what you think and it's what you feel. So first off, congratulations on recognizing it. I think most of us start off at that point and we evolve from there. I know I did as well. Now, the second part, how do you fucking fix it? Well, you catch yourself. See, awareness is an invaluable tool. When you are aware that this is something that you have the propensity to do and you get jealous, that's a normal human feeling, that is the point where you stop and you say, fuck, you know what? I'm actually happy for Steve. And you correct the thought, okay? And you push it out. How can you be happy for someone who did you wrong? That's irrelevant. You have to be willing to forgive. You have to be willing to look at what they're producing, acknowledge it for its greatness, and then be happy that they're doing it because then more of that shit comes to you. This is how it actually works. But most people can't get over the first part, which is their own jealousy, their own ego and their own insecurity about what someone else is doing versus what they're doing. And so when we talk about how to fix it, it's very simple. You're aware now. Now you're already aware. That's the, that's the first step to fixing it. The second step is to tune your voice. Just like whenever we talk about 75 hard live hard, having a bitch voice and a boss voice. That hater shit comes from the bitch voice, okay? So your fucking, your goal is that when you hear that bitch voice, tell it shut the fuck up and replace it with the boss voice, okay? Mm -hmm. And most people are not aware of their internal dialogue, believe it or not. Most people walk around, we call them non-playable characters, okay? They're NPCs. These are people who do not have an internal dialogue. They're going through life, you know they're going the wrong way down the fucking aisle in the grocery store to drive like shit they don't give a fuck because they don't they aren't aware of anything okay that's most people you have to understand that you now have graduated from npc to an aware person especially in success okay that's a huge fucking deal that most people never do so be proud of yourself for recognizing that it's a problem and now get to work on correcting it as it goes. And what will happen over time is that you will be, this will become such an internal habit for you that eventually you won't even have to have this internal dialogue. Like for me now, I don't have to have it. Like those thoughts of jealousy of other people's success, they don't even happen to me anymore. Now yeah. I just look at it. And I'm like, that's fucking cool, man. And that's how I feel. It's very organic. And and that's just a process and it takes time. It could take you, you know, it it could take you a year. It could take you 10 years. It's part of maturing, all right? Mm. So, uh, but it's a very practical thing because the energy that you put out is the energy that you receive, whether you verbalize it or not. So it's important that you're aware of it. Uh, I think it's a huge deal, bro. I think you should be very proud of yourself for admitting to yourself that, hey man, this is, I'm putting out the wrong shit. Because most people never do that. Mm. Most people nowadays, it's popular for people just to clout chase by hating on motherfuckers. And then they can't figure out why nothing really ever happens. And why their life looks like this. Yes. Does, they can't know? figure out why they can't monetize or why they can't do this or why they can't do that. Well, the reason why is because you're putting out the wrong fucking energy, bozo. Yeah. Okay? You got to fix it. Mm. So. I want to clarify. The, the best way is to, you're, you're saying to
0: just separate the person, whoever you have that, that, that you know, feeling towards. And just focus on the fucking what actually was accomplished.
1: Yeah, but people will say this about competitors, right? Like, I fucking hate these competitors. They're always doing this and this and this and this and this. Okay. You can be competitive and still wish the best for the other person. And this is the trick to that. Mm. You start to see it as what's possible for you. Mm. So like when I see someone that outdid me, which is very fucking (laughs) infrequent, okay? Just being real. (laughs) Uh, but when I see someone who's doing better than me, for real, real mm-hmm. talk. Yeah. When I see someone who out did a better job at something than me, which happens every day, bro. Like I'm not the best in the world at what I do. I learn every fucking day. Yeah. Okay. So, but when I see someone that's doing better than me or that has done better than me, and they're a competitor, I say, okay, fuck yeah, bro, that's awesome. Because, dude, look, if they can do that, I can do that too. Mm-hmm. And and that's the way to look at your competitors, right? Yeah. And then and then keep in mind. That about the energy thing that you put out, you got to be genuine about. Yeah, it. it's got to yeah. be real. And that that's a process to create. Mm-hmm. It just takes time. But this but the first step of just realizing that you're a fucking hate, that's the, the step that most people won't fucking do ever. They won't ever do it. They'll justify why they hate They'll They'll be like, yeah, you know what? You're right. I am a hater. But fuck that guy anyway. And blah, blah, yeah. blah. While they're sitting on a fucking bar stool and fucking Wednesday afternoon at two o'clock uh, you know, crying about how they don't have no money and their fucking wife hates them and their fucking life sucks. It's your intent, bro. It's the fucking truth. And man. it will change your life. But people don't think it is. They don't believe in it. You know, you have all these rich motherfuckers all over the fucking earth telling you this shit's real. Right. Like right. You, have, you have entire communities of people talking about how intent, law of attraction, some of the most successful people, in fact, most of the most successful people in the world talk about this shit. But then people still think it's bullshit. I You know, I could talk about it all day, bro. baffles me. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but if I see all 10 people of the people that I respect most talking about the same shit, guess what? I'm going to fucking do it. Yep. Yeah. That's real shit, man. <laughs> it's, it's super real, bro. I, I, think, I think if you're putting a percentage on it, I think it's 60%, maybe 55% your actions and 45% that. Hmm. that's how much of it i think it is it might even be 50 50. that's a lot yeah i don't know i think it takes both though because every single person that i look up to in business or that i respect in business they believe that it is it's very evenly distributed you got to have the work and then you got to have the metaphysical quantum physical aspect of power of intent law of attraction visualization however it is that you call it
0: Hmm.
1: prayer right
0: Yeah. Andy, our third and final question. I like this. This is a good one here. Andy, I'm 20 years old. you I tell a old. joke now? No, 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 no joke. Yeah, this is a good no joke. joke. No, but I like, I mean, this, this kid's trying to do it, man. All right. Uh, Andy, I'm 20 years old, and I work in construction. My dream is to build a construction empire of my own one day and hopefully have you as a client. To keep myself motivated and working towards this goal, I've been going to a really fancy restaurant once a month and ordering whatever I want without thinking about it. To me, it's my way to taste success Mm -hmm. uh, because it's something I know I can regularly enjoy one day when I've built a successful business. I feel great when I do this, but I'd be lying if I say I wasn't scared of the bill every now and then. Is this a healthy way to approach tasting success or are there better ways to accomplish this without spending the money?
1: Well, first of all, I hope you achieve all of that. Uh, I think there's going to be a massive need for blue collar Uh, construction work because there's so few people doing it. So if you're a young person and you're considering a construction career, there's more opportunity in my opinion right now. It's almost like we're starting over there. Like Mm. all the old dogs are retiring. There's nobody in the middle. And if you're a young person that wants to get into the the actual construction trade and build a company, I don't think there's ever been a better opportunity for that. Mm. Um, So that's first thing. Second thing in regards to Uh, tasting success. Look, this is another reality that people don't want to acknowledge or they hear the wrong way. A lot of people will hear what I'm about to say is fake it till you make it, which is not the fuck I'm saying. You have to stretch, bro. You have to stretch Mm. yourself and you have to experience things. I talked about this recently on an episode, I can't remember which one, where we had a situation where people, most people set small limits and small goals because they've never experienced anything outside of that, okay? How can you imagine a bigger life than what you have if you've never experienced or touched or tasted anything more than that in your whole entire life? Like, how do you know it's possible? Yeah. Okay? So it's very important to stretch. And I'm not talking about stretching every way. I'm not talking about financially get a bigger house and a car you can't afford and go. That's how people ruin themselves. Right. Okay. That's called bankruptcy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But people also, you know, they say, they think if they can do that, that they'll, that people will eventually come to them and like want to work with them. And the reality is, is do, dude, anybody you want to work with recognizes what the fuck you're doing. Okay. So they know that shit is bullshit. But I think stretching in that way, is a healthy way. Mm. I think I think stretching in ways like that where it's a it's a reward and also you're acknowledging like hey I'm expanding what my limitations are once in a while. I think that's super important. Yeah. I think it's super important. I think it's super important for people who are on the entrepreneurial path to take advantage of the opportunities that they have to taste a bigger life, especially from other entrepreneurs. This is one of the powers of arte mm. as well. You have a lot of people from a, on all the spectrum, right? You have the day one people who are just getting it going, and then you have people who are, you know, worth hundreds of millions of dollars and above, okay? And in this group, you get to experience and touch and see and taste r- what real success actually looks like, not this internet bullshit, okay? And that's a, that's a powerful thing. However you do it, uh, don't be irresponsible with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't go way beyond your means where you're risking your company or your dreams or risking going broke. But I think it's important for people to do that. Some of the ways I used to do this whenever I didn't have much, and, and honestly, there's a funny story because I went out to, uh, I went out to our local exotic car dealership here, mm-hmm. um, and I would go in there and I would walk around like Brian, no business being in there. I couldn't buy one fucking vehicle in there. Nothing. OK, and, and uh, there was a guy there who's not there anymore who reminded me of that. Mm. Uh, and then later on down the road, I became their best customer. And so, yeah, <laughs> but that's a story for another day. So. I would go in, I would walk around, I would I would be respectful. I wasn't sitting on cars or fucking taking pictures for my gram or like the, some of you motherfuckers do that now. It's ridiculous. I would just look around. Mm. and I would drive by big homes that I wanted to live at. In fact, I've told the story a number of times about how the fuck I ended up at at the house I'm in now, Mm. okay? The house I'm in now was me tasting it along the way. Like, bro, when they were building that house, okay, the original house that was there was a log cabin that got struck by lightning. Then they built a replica of a historic mansion called Oak Alley, okay, on the property, uh, where Ulysses S. Grant's cabin was, mm-hmm. okay? And his original horse stables and the tree in the front yard where there's a photograph of him sitting next to, all these things, they're all, all the property's original. I didn't even know that until I fucking moved in there. So while they're building this house, I'm sitting outside watching them build it because you, in the winter time, you could see the house. It's up on the top of this hill. It's it's fucking massive. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd pull in, the construction workers would come down and they'd shoo me off. And dude, during all those times that I was suffering and all those times I was, uh, broke and not be able to afford shit and never thought I had a future. Like when I visualized a house that I was going to live in, I actually visualized that specific house, that house, the one I live in now, the one I fucking take shits in and fucking eat my dinner. And the one I walk around naked in, I fucking live in the house that I visualized 20 fucking years ago. As I was going through the process of entrepreneurship, I live in it. It's crazy. The exact house. Not only that, the house before that, the house I lived in before that, you've seen it. Mm-hmm. It was also very nice. And uh, you know how I you know what I used to do? I used to drive up and down that street as they were building that street when I was fucking broke. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this shit is real. It's real shit. It really happens. And you have to figure out ways to window shop. That's what I call it. So mm-hmm. I call it window shopping. I would drive through neighborhoods. I would go to car dealers. I would uh, do exactly what, what, what this person did, where I would go to a nice dinner. I used to do that exact same thing, even though uh-huh. I couldn't afford it. Um, Another thing I would do is I would look on DuPont Registry. DuPont Registry is a car, car, home, property site of luxury, luxury items. I look through there. There's another one called James Edition. Yeah, you got me hooked on I that. I look through one. that one's yeah. awesome because yeah. it's international. So, but I still do that. I probably spend still, guys, like real talk, probably at least an hour or two a day window shopping. I window shop right now, today, for probably an hour or two a day. That's how I unwind at home. When I go home and I get done here, I go home. I fucking go in my uh my lounge in my cigar bar, yeah. okay, my cigar bar, right? <laughs> lounge, and uh right. <laughs> and I fucking you know may or may not partake in some festivities, and then I uh, scroll through the internet and look at shit that I want to fucking grow up and have one day. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I look at fucking ranches that are a hundred thousand fucking acres, or I look like at castles in fucking Italy, yeah. and I look at like airplanes that are you know I look at boats. So I look at this. I look at that. I look at all this shit. And it's not even that I want all that shit, but I know that if I'm a attra- if I'm looking and I'm tasting it, the rest of my life will progress to the point where that would be a real option. And it is a real option for me at this yeah. point.
0: It's almost like like before you even see that, your brain doesn't even know it exists. It just doesn't know that shit exists. Nah,
1: bro. It's, how, how the fuck can you know what exists if you've never been around it? Yeah. Like, dude, like-
0: it's so important, man.
1: Yeah, it's huge. It's so important. Dude, think of all the people that grow up uh, in the suburbs or in the urban areas that never see like luxury ever. Yeah, They never see a successful person. They've never seen someone drive up in a Rolls Royce. They've never seen someone, they don't know anybody that's built a real company. They don't, this is all just bullshit to them. It's magic sh- bullshit that doesn't exist in reality. And the only way to expose yourself to these things is to intentionally expose yourself to these things. Oh. And that's a big, huge part of going from where you are to where you want to be. I actually think this is a great way to do it. It's a way that I used to do it as well. And it was roughly about once a month. Yeah. You know what I mean? Once a month, I'd scrounge up a few hundred bucks. I'd go out and fucking do something cool. And that shit kept me going. It kept me, it kept me on the path. It made me real. And then, you know, that got more frequently. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then it got, and that's how I got to be 350.
0: <laughs> <Right. you know>? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but
1: what, the, Go ahead. I was gonna say, what, what do you say to people who say that isn't healthy?
0: Uh, like, uh,
1: well... Let's look at my life and let's look at theirs. We'll have a little fucking dick measuring contest. Mm. Dude, people can be so weird about the materialistic shit, man. Yeah, those people are also broke. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, I'm sorry to deliver the fucking unflavorable truth. Like, that's the fucking truth. These people are fucking broke. The people who tell you this shit are broke. The people who tell you this shit have not built anything. The people who tell you this shit are fucking experts at advice and fucking terrible, uh, you know, actual builders of, of reality. And there's a lot of those people too, especially on Instagram. That's why it's important to get the fuck off of it and get out in the real game and fucking play it. So, you know, to those people who say that I, that I'm wrong in that, you know, I don't really give a fuck what they say. Yeah. Stay broke. It's real, man. You know, I don't know what to say to that. Yeah. No. I mean, it's, I mean, I look at it like this, bro. I mean, like, bro, at this point in my life, DJ, like. Why the fuck would I give a fuck when any, like anybody disagrees with what I say, bro? Whatever the fuck I'm doing works pretty well. Now, am I perfect? Fuck no, bro. That's how I know you don't have to be perfect. Okay, I'm a fucking idiot. I fuck up everything. All right, I made a million fucking mistakes. But you know what I do when I make a mistake? I acknowledge it and I say, Andy, you're a fucking idiot for doing that and uh, fix it and then I move on doing better. And that's how it works. You know what I'm saying? This isn't me preaching from my pulpit or my ivory tower saying, oh, I'm the best. What I'm telling you is, is that you don't have to be the best, okay? You've just got to understand certain principles and tasting success, expanding boundaries, stretching your mental capacity is a huge part of it. And anybody who disagrees and says, ooh, that's irresponsible, well, have fun balancing your $400 a week fucking paycheck for the rest of your life, bro. Because that's all you're ever going to get. You're going to get a fucking very, very bare minimum life. It's just not a good way to be. If you've never experienced anything, if you've never brought anything into your mental reality, into your quantum reality, you can't produce it in real life. So, you know, yeah. if people disagree, they disagree. They're f- it's free country. <laughs> sort of. <Right. laughs> you know? That's the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Talk about that on CTI. <laughs> no, man. And I'm not no, trying to be it, disrespectful either, dude. Like, but it's the truth. If you think about the people who tell you to, to simmer down, get realistic, Get a real job. When are you gonna get serious? When are you gonna quit dreaming? When are you gonna do this? It's never from someone who's done the shit that you wanna do. It's never that way, ever, ever, ever. It's never fucking that way. It's always the same kind of people. It's the people who you've known for a long time, who you think are your friends, who now they're looking out for you in your best interest. And really the the reality is they just don't wanna see you go down this path and then have to acknowledge that they had the same opportunity and you took advantage of it, and they didn't. And that's what the fucking truth is. That's the truth. That's the fucking truth. There's no, these people are not comfortable with who they are, and misery loves company. It's a real shit. It's a real thing. I did a whole episode on this, called crabs in a bucket. I don't know what episode that is, but look that up and let me know. I'll say it. But dude, most people want to pull you back in because they think they're doing you a fucking favor. 59. Episode 59. Go listen to it. It'll explain this whole concept. These people think they're doing you a favor by protecting you from what could happen, which is actually their fear of what could happen to them. Okay. They're not thinking if I don't do this, I'm going to stay the same. Like a successful person thinks like a successful person does not think, man, if I do this, I might fall on my face. That's not how they think. They think, fuck, if I don't do this, I'm definitely going to fall on my face. Eventually. That's how they think. So when you run into those people and we're going to run into those people because that's the majority of people. You have to be disciplined enough and you have to be logical enough and clear thinking enough to understand that when you get upset about their opinions about what you're trying to do, that would be the same as you going to, um, you know, a a doctor's office with a problem with your fucking car and then the doctor coming out and telling you some shit about your car and you being pissed off about it. Like they don't know. (laughs) They don't know. There's no... There's no connecting of the fucking dots in their brains about what they're talking about. And because we live in this society where everybody has to have an opinion on fucking everything at all times, a lot of people are quick to voice their opinion about your life when they literally know nothing about life.
0: Don't even compare.
1: They haven't built anything, they haven't done anything. They're not even fucking taking care of their own shit, but they'll be happy to tell you what the fuck you're doing wrong. That's a major problem in society, And if you don't have the discipline, and the logical mind, and the critical thinking to understand. My homie Steve here doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. If you can't at least understand that, you're going to get sucked back into into them. It's just, it's just reality. Not only does your homie Steve fucking not know what he's talking about, your homie Steve is trying to hold you the fuck back from the life that you actually want. So mm-hmm. that actually makes him not your homie Steve which means you should fucking leave them behind and just go on your fucking journey. Like I explained in the previous podcast a couple days ago, I think it aired on Monday, um, you're going to go through phases on this, okay? You're going to have to leave your little comfort of the nest and all your siblings and all your friends and all the people who live like you who aren't willing to expand. And you're going to have to go on this journey. And in the middle of this journey, you're going to feel alone and you're going to say, fuck, they were right. It's lonely at the top when you're making 100 grand a year. You're not at the fucking top, bro. You're not at the top. You're not even at the fucking base of the mountain. You're a base camp, motherfucker. And when we go from the, to that first area where we find, okay, now now we're at 250 grand and we're starting to hang out with a bunch of people that make 250 grand. Oh, all these people actually are interested in the same shit as me. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is much more rewarding. These people are not hating on me. They're hating on me a little bit. But as you go further down the pipe and you get into the higher and higher and higher levels of success, what you're going to realize is that those relationships are far more beneficial and far more valuable to you than what your previous relationships would have been from the old days back in the old neighborhood, okay? So you have to move through the process. It's part of it. You're gonna feel alone. You're gonna feel fucking angry. You're gonna feel frustrated. You're gonna feel like nobody understands you. That is the life you're choosing. That is the life you're choosing, okay? It's just part of it. So remember. If you get far enough down the road, uh, you'll get to a point where other people are on the same alignment as you, and they will help you push forward. Those motherfuckers are your fucking homies. The people who actually help you, the people who actually push you forward, the people who actually give a fuck what it is that you're doing or not doing. Not the people who are saying, oh man, meet me at fucking happy hour on Wednesday, bro. Tony's has $2 fucking beers. It's sweet, you know, for your whole life till you're 75 years old. Fuck that, bro. That ain't a life, and those ain't your homies, guys. Yeah, I do
2: have a small follow up. Yeah, about the visual visualization stuff that you were talking about a few days ago on your Instagram story, you showed some pictures from two thousand ten, where you were visualizing about your cars and your garage. Yeah. The question that I oh had, that video I made the video that bro, you that made, was super popular. That is the reason People why. Loved That is the reason why I'm asking this question, because I feel like if I'm thinking like this partly, a lot of people would be thinking like that. When you are at that stage, in your words, you were struggling financially, and you're constantly thinking about paying your bills, and quote unquote, you're in a mindset of lack, and you're still trying to visualize that abundant life, and you're still worrying about paying your bills. How do you you balance that?
1: By doing the work every single day to get better. So like, dude, this is why I'm so big on the power list and why I'm so big on 75 hard and live hard lifestyle. Because if you did everything that you could do today and you did everything that you could do, let's say tomorrow, and you did that for enough days in a row, you're going to have the inner peace to understand, look, I'm doing what I can do. I couldn't be doing anymore. All right. And that frees you up from the anxiety of having what you, your financial situation now to allow you to see ahead because now you're allowed to give yourself the credit that says, okay, I'm doing everything that I can. This is a great fucking question, bro, because a lot of people get hung up on this internal feeling that you're talking about and they make it makes them feel like it's impossible. Yes. So the way to fucking move past that feeling of lack that you're talking about is to make sure that you're executing uh, on a win the day basis at a very high level for enough time that where you know and you can say to yourself honestly with no bullshit, no lies, no justification, hey, I couldn't be fucking doing anymore. You know, this is why I was this so- is very, f- important. Yeah, very important. Yeah, huge deal, bro.
2: Because we try to fall on either extremes. Either yeah. we are like constantly stressed the hell out of our mind about our bills, yeah. or either we are like too in the daydreaming world, we are thinking too much and yeah. we know in our heart, like you said, you can't say to your heart that it's really possible.
1: Well, this is why the work comes before the belief. That's right. You see what I'm saying? That's right. So you have to be doing the work to free your inner dialogue, to actually believe that you are moving this way. So like, if you're not doing the work, right. And you're sitting around and you're being a lazy fuck. Like a lot of people do, right. A lot of people read the book, the secret. And they're like, Oh fuck. All I got to do is visualize this shit. And the fucking is going to happen. Cool. I don't have to do shit. Right. And they take it the wrong way. And what you have to realize is that you cannot just visualize being a lazy person because visualization only works when you have belief.
2: That's why you said 50-50.
1: Yes. So visualization, it's important what I'm saying here. Visualization, you're dreaming, only works when you have belief. And the only way that you can have belief is that you if you've been doing the work and you can tell yourself in an honest way, yes, I'm struggling now, but I'm doing every single fucking thing that I can to get better. And that allows you to have the true actual belief that things are going to improve and get better and that this is a real possibility for you. And that's where the magic is. That's an important, super important question that you just brought up, bro. Super important. Because
2: I personally struggle with this a lot. Yeah. A lot of things that I think about, especially after coming into this area and this atmosphere of abundance, I thought that was never possible. Yeah. But then you inch forward, inch forward, inch forward. And like you said, have this belief yeah. incrementally build up. Well, I saw you cruising around that expensive Tesla, bro you doing all right. Well, I'm driving an electric car. I know your opinion on those. That's okay. It's, <laughs> hey, it lo- you look good in it.
1: I'm just uh, saying. I'll make it work. Yeah, that's right. So like, bro, I'm just saying, you know, you gotta, you gotta give yourself credit for the work that you are doing. You're building right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And people, the reason people disconnect this point is because they think, like I said, that they can just imagine shit and that it's gonna come true and that's not how the fuck it works. You have to actually believe the visualization You have to see it. You have to smell it. You have to taste it like this person was doing. And you have to make it real. And the only way that you can get yourself to a point of belief is that if you've been executing long enough to understand that I'm doing everything I can on a day-by-day basis. Okay? This is why I was so fucking frustrated when I got sick with 75 Hard this last time. Because, bro, I had put so much so much intent into every step of every task of every fucking day Up until day 52 when I got fucked up. Okay. I gave it everything I had. More than I could, more than I've given to any other time I went through 75 heart. And the results were showing it. The result I got I got more transformation physically in 51 days than I got in 75 days, any of the other times, because I was just that much more intent, uh intentful about what I was doing. Okay. And so. That gives you the confidence when you execute day by day, by day, by day, by day, to get to a point where you can believe what's possible. That's, that's a huge magical thing. And I'm glad you asked the question, man, because, uh, because that's, a, that's a big up for people. People will try to visualize but in the, same, in the same breath, in their mind, right, their mind voice, they're saying, well, that'll never happen for you. And the reason you say it's never gonna happen for you is one of two reasons. One. You've never been around it. You've never tasted it. You've never touched it. You've never felt it. Two, probably three reasons. Two, you've been surrounded by a bunch of mediocre motherfuckers your whole life have been telling you shit that ain't true about you. Or three, you haven't been executing all you can do. And so you you know deep down inside that if you're not executing at the highest fucking level uh, that you can't produce these results. And you know that intuitively. We all do. We all know that you really just can't visualize shit and magically appear. But because some motherfuckers wrote a book and only told half the story, right? um, Which was a valuable book because it opened up people's eyes to the whole law of attraction visualization. But it only, if you watch the video or you read the book, which is where a lot of people stop, you know, you have to understand that the secret is like a coloring book for law of attraction. Like it's very, 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 very fucking primitive. And it's Mm -hmm. designed to get you to understand that there's an entire world out there. And if you dig deeper and deeper and deeper, you'll understand that there's actual quantum physical evidence to show that this is actual truth. This actually works. This is scientifically proven to be true. Now, that's a journey you need to go on on yourself. But the point of it is, is that when we really understand the whole story, it's not just visualization. It's visualization coupled with your execution. And when you're executing for a long enough time, the visualization becomes easy to believe. And that's where you got to get to. Absolutely. see what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's why it's important to fucking track your progress. Like the win the day method, the power list that I give, the reason it's so important, and this is why I like to do it in an actual physical book, okay, is because you can then flip through, you, you, you can flip through the pages and actually see, I won this day. I won that day. I won this day. I won six out of seven days this week. I won seven out of seven this week. I won five out of seven this week. I won seven out of seven this week. And you can actually see the progress you're making. And that gives you belief, which allows you to believe what it is you're trying to do. It's very a huge,
2: important. A huge dude. And if I'm not wrong, you use the same notebook and you just replace the pages? Yeah, I do. Years? Yeah, we have a journal
1: that we sell, but like I don't actually use that journal. It's wonderful. A lot of people we sell the fuck out of it. But uh, I actually am a little superstitious. So like I actually use the same notebook I've always used, uh, which is like a little, it's like this little leather planner thing that has a zipper on it and it's kind of dorky looking, but uh, it works. Yeah. I use it because like it's worked so well. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't want to like abandon it. Absolutely. It's like an old friend, <laughs> you know? Well, guys, Andy, that was, that was three. Yeah. i pay the fee. That was more than three. Well, that was a little aliens and moon. There was some
0: sauce in there. Yeah. That was some sauce. Yeah. But all that's right.
1: all I got, man. Cool. Uh, guys, remember, we only grow the show If you share the show So when we say pay the fee, that's what we're asking you to do Please pay the fee um, Don't be a hoe Share the show yeah.
0: Went from sleeping on the floor Now my jewelry box froze Fuck a boat, fuck a stove Counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole Got her on bankroll Can't fold, doesn't know shot, case closed Close.